0: On this show, we cover the biggest news stories, give our fact-based opinions, and we also interview many great people from all over the fruited plains. These are the stories and experiences that make up the fabric of this great country. This isn't just any show. This is the Matt and Chan Show. Alright, welcome back to the Matt and Chan Show. We are back with another episode. This is episode 23, The Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. Chandler, how are you doing, man?
1: Matt, I'm doing great. It's um, It's been another pretty good week. Uh, it feels like the the um, environment and the culture uh, of our country is uh, sort of leveled out. It's not getting better yet, but it um, feels like things have leveled out a little bit. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to diving into uh, this look at uh, how the left operates.
0: Yep, I know it's been kind of a crazy week. There's so many different things we could talk about. I know we are, we've, we're going to focus on this episode. We're talking about the four horsemen of the apocalypse, the four root evils that will eventually destroy America if we let them do that. And we're going to hop into another thing later in the show where we're going to talk about the silent majority and the importance of not being silent. Like we need to not be silent anymore, that we need to go out, we need to speak truth and be out there being activists for America, because right now we're not seeing any leadership from the Republican Party. We're not seeing anything where everybody's on the side of the Democrat Party. Everybody's we got pretty much just we have a brand new party, the Black Lives Matter Party, and pretty much everybody's just bowing down to whatever the demands are. And we can't have that. We need to have law and order in our in our country. And we need to get back to the ideals that this country was founded on, because the way it's going, it's not it's not going in the way of the american way and i think there are needs there needs to be changes and reforms that can make us better but socialism isn't the answer here so we're going to hop right into it and so we're going to talk about an article from Dennis Prager from PragerU um the four horsemen of america's po- apocalypse and this is just kind of the intro quote of it and it goes it takes a lot to build a civilization though it is much easier to destroy a civilization and it takes a lot to do that too We have four roots of evil that are guaranteed to do so. And pretty much we're going to talk about the four roots of evil that pretty much we're seeing in society now with the culture. And that's kind of what we're going to put our focus on today is the culture and what we've seen in America and pretty much what the effects of that have been. And the first one we're going to talk about here as he lays out is victimhood. It's people that regard themselves as victims, individuals as or a group that are likely that are more likely they are to commit evil. So we have victims. So, and it's so easy, Chandler, you can say we have a lot of it now. You see it in our peers. We see it in the world. People like to play the victim. You, you would say that's right, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. And it's a bit of an extension of weakness, right? Like a, a strong person is rarely a victim, but a weak person can be a victim. So, yeah, I, I think it's, it's a great first point.
0: Yeah, and I think what we see is with victimhood, it's so easy. There can be any, gr- it's it's where we got all these things, and we have and you turn grief into grievances, and and you look at it's so easy to play the victim card. And there are circumstances where it's like there are things that are up against you, and you have a choice. You can either be the victor or you can be the victim. And what we've seen is we've seen more people in society turn back into the victim. It's easy. You can go out, you can be, like, hey, I don't like this, I don't like that, and it's easy to be the victim, but what you do when you do that is you're putting yourself in this state where it's like, hey, I'm the victim, it doesn't really matter, I just need this, this, and this, and you create this sense of entitlement, and we see this all across, okay, more government benefits, we get bigger government, which more government means less freedom for the American people, and that's why here on the show, the Matt and Chan show, is we want to make sure. Government is limited, so people have the freedom to go out and do what they want to do, the freedom and the liberty to do so. But when you create this victimhood mentality, you get big groups of people that are just now going to be wanting to be dependent on the government, and that's not good. And we saw this as appeasing the Germans after World War I. You started to appease them and appease them, and they were playing the victim, and they were like, oh man, this isn't fair, this isn't fair, and then all of a sudden World War Two comes. And this is what, what Hitler promised to the Nazis and the Nazi party was, Hey, we're going to, we're going to get back Germany. We're going to, we're going to be, we're going to get our dignity back. And it was all because we created this victim in Germany and that's not good. And what we're seeing now is we see many people in this country want to play the victim card because it's easy. You can get more things for it. And I think it's a dangerous thing. We have to be very careful because it's easy to fall into this victimhood mentality and if you can get a good amount of people on the victimhood mentality, that's when you get more government control, and that's not a good thing. All right, Chandler, let's hit into the second point. Let's hit it up.
1: Yeah, so Dennis Prager's second horseman of the apocalypse, if you will, um, is demonization. And so oh, this is uh, it, it's demonizing a group that's inherently evil. And so that can be you know, white people or police officers, Or men, or um, uh, heterosexual people—you know, any anybody who this—it sort of plays off the victimization, right? Like, in order to have victims, you need an oppressor, and so, uh, you and you naturally would demonize an oppressor, Uh, and so, you know, things like all white people being declared racist, like that's that's unfair demonization, of course, obviously, right? and, you know, Dennis goes on to talk about uh, how the New York Times created an alternate uh, historical narrative of America uh, that sets uh, 1619, when the first black slaves arrived er- at American soil, as the true start of America. So not 1776, like we've been taught um, all this time, uh, but no, 1619, when uh, slavery was first introduced uh, on American soil. And, and, um, you know, the American revolution was fought according to this uh, narrative, not for American independence, but in order to preserve slavery because, uh, the British were, uh, uh, uh they had abolished slavery, um, and were are working on that at that point. And so they were saying like, you know, the, the, this new narrative that the New York times is pushing, um, uh, I think, uh, ta Coates, uh, plays a big role in like the 1619 project. Uh, he's one of their thought leaders there. Um, I think, uh, he's involved in that mm-hmm. anyways, uh, it's, it's this demonization of not only white people, not only police officers, but of America, America itself is uh, demonized through the, the left's narrative right now. And, um, that's not productive. You know, uh, we could go down so many different uh directions with this, but generally uh when you have the power over the education system like the left does today through uh, you know not only through colleges and universities that we've known for some time that uh that the left has had control of, but also of lower education, elementary school, middle school, high school uh it's being filled with more and more leftist ideology, and if you can. Uh, control the way that people perceive the past, you can control the present and the future. And that's always been the case. And right now the left has that control and and they're using it to uh, demonize everything that we hold dear.
0: Even Paw Patrol.
1: (sighs) Even Paw Patrol, that's right. Cops is banned. Aunt Jemima is banned. Uh, Paw Patrol is banned. Can you believe it? It's a, a crazy time to be alive.
0: Yep, and I think you made a good point is when you said you're you're demonizing a group and this is a key thing, Karl Marx, communist manifestos, you create class warfare. You divide people up in groups and you pit them against each other and we're seeing it in fruition right now and this is not a good thing. This only leads to more deaths, more conflict and this is this is what they want. They want a revolution. We're seeing just this crazy built up thing right now we're seeing an ideological warfare to change the fundamental basis of what america was founded on and i think what you made a good point is when we go back to the 1619 project and saying okay slavery was first in the americas during this time but the thing is the media keeps portraying it as if america like created slavery and that is a complete lie and we keep seeing this pushed out through the media oh america that America gets the, really the brunt of it, but America has done so much to rewrite the wrongs since then. And, and it's the thing is, even though the founders of people, people look back to 1776, and we saw that even after the first year, slavery was already being abolished. We saw it in Vermont. And you continue to see it. This country was like, okay, we have an issue. And even though the founders didn't live up to those ideals, we have to learn from history. And we learn from history and we saw that, and, we, and they rewrote the wrongs, the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendment, and it's like freeing the slaves. And then we had 1964, the Civil Rights Act, we saw, we saw right there is allowing, allowing African Americans to go out and vote. And what we saw is, what we're seeing now is the Democrats using the same, the same things that they started with the foundation of their party. People don't know is the Republican Party was founded as an anti-slavery party. And, and I think the Republican Party has to remember, this is the party of freedom and liberty, but they've been demonized for years and years and years. And I think this goes into, like you were saying, when you're taught, when kids are taught in this education system that Republicans are racist and they're evil and this is this thing taught around, and, and it's no, it's no. The Republicans have always fought for freedom and liberty for all people. And I think that's what we have to remember, especially... As Republicans and other and other conservatives and stuff is that you have to remember that this is the, what we were started on. These were the principles we started on, and we see the Democrats. It's this continuous, hey, you're you're oppressed. You need you need this, this, and this government assistance. We're going to give you this, and and we gotta we gotta get we gotta get back to the Republican ideals of what the party was founded on. And like you said, the demonizing a group and the Republicans are one of those groups that have been demonized over and over and over again, but we need to, they need to get back to those fundamental ideals. And I I think Chandler, you'd have to agree that Republicans have been very, very quiet on, on all the issues right now, I would have to say, right?
1: Yeah. You know, I was just thinking that I, I was actually just about to butt in that these groups that are being demonized right now, Republicans, Christians, uh, white people caught, you know, you name the, the group of the day that the the left is trying to demonize. Uh, we're being kind of cowardly. I got to say uh, Republicans, Republican leadership right now, has been pretty pathetic. Uh, there, there hasn't been enough action. Um, there hasn't even been enough rhetoric uh, in terms of like uh, standing up. If, if something's wrong and deserves to be, um, put down and, and called out is wrong. I'm all for it. I'll be the first to call out uh, the evil where I see it when it's not there or, um, when the problem is acute and not systemic or chronic. Um, I'm not going to join in demonizing the, uh, the, the groups that have, uh, you know, good intentions. So like police officers, uh, Christians, Republicans, um, uh, you know, I think that even if you're not within those groups, you should stand up for them if you really value uh, freedom and, and liberty. These are groups that are part of preserving that.
0: Yep, and I think if we continue to see this, this demonize, d- demonizing of groups, we just start to we start to divide ourselves even more. And it's about loving your neighbor, the biblical principle here and we continue to demonize Absolutely. and demonize and demonize groups this isn't good and and what we see now is we're seeing people in the streets and the thing is most people actually support the police it it's out there most people in the neighborhoods that are getting all this destruction and people dying in the streets are people that actually need cops these urban these urban city neighborhoods where police have been pulled out And we are seeing people die in the street. Do these lives not matter? And I keep hearing this this retort is okay, black lives matter don't don't matter until until or all lives matter don't matter until black lives matter. The thing is, all lives matter should be the consensus. We're all brothers and sisters. We all share this earth. Everybody's life is valuable. And to continue to say this and just saying, okay, and this has been, I think, the mixed thing is we have all these different different groups trying to get a message in black lives matter and i'm all for it if people want to go out and protest peacefully go out and do it but the people that like antifa are hijacking these groups and going in and destroying cities like in seattle like you've seen with chaz and now chop and we continue to see the destruction of our cities businesses small businesses that were hurt by COVID nineteen. They can't open because of all this this different looting and different things. they got to board up once again, and people's livelihoods are on the line. So please think about, before you go out and join a movement, to make sure you look what you're buying into. Because right now we're seeing a lot of destruction, and we're seeing all this happen to the United States of America, a country. We're looking looking like a third-world country right now. And people are picking one side or the other. And everybody should be on the side of freedom. And I think that's, that's one thing that everybody should be for and that everybody's life is valuable. But when you start saying your life isn't valuable because you are a conservative or Republican, that is wrong. And so number three we're going to get into is a cause to believe in. And that's kind of where I was going right here is so what we've seen is since since World War II, we've lived in a post-Christian, post-nationalist age. We're coming, we got a new thing. We're going to we're going to pro- take the church out of everything. And what happens here is we don't have the church and the home anymore. We don't have, and this creates this void. People have a void. There's no belief in anything. So what do you do to fill that void is you have to find a meaning. People need a meaning in life. To say that you don't have a meaning in life is, is a really sad and I, I think a really unhappy and dark life. And so what people do is they fill it in and this is where the left is great at. They go, hey, you, you have it. There's issues. We're going to help you fill those, that void with different issues that we go, okay, we're going, to, we're going to fabricate things. We're going to make things. We're going to make it look, okay, cops are evil. White people are evil. That is completely wrong because you are now stereotyping a group. And, and the thing is, people are out there fighting for racism and then being racist toward other groups because they don't necessarily support. That is wrong. And Chandler, I think you would have to agree with that. We're seeing people demonize groups because they don't support their cause.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and and having that cause to believe in, you know, that's something that uh, Friedrich Nietzsche uh, wrote about um, some, and, and, you know, he was the one who infamously declared the death of God, right, and he wasn't celebrating that. Um, But rather he's pointing out, like, the the dangers of that, and uh, you know, you you can go read him uh, if you're interested, but in that cause to believe in in, in the identity, out to uh, have a victim status, and then you look at the um who to demonize, right? Who's the oppressor, right? and then you have that cause to believe in now. You're a victim, and you know the oppressor, and so what you're going to do is you're going to end up to the oppressor, right? That's where you get a group like Antifa, right? Uh, if it's evil to be a fascist and they're a fascist, I must be good and I, m- I might get meaning out of being anti-fascist, right? Like, that's the, um, that's that progression of thought there. And, and yeah, I, I think it's, that uh, it absolutely stems out of that demonization.
0: Yep, and that can go in with anything. Black Lives Matter, environmentalism, feminism, Antifa, all these fill that, that void, that thing that people don't have and like you said, that, that's the thought process. Okay, there's, there's this problem. Okay, I'm a, I'm an, I'm a good person because I go out and do it. But like we see with Antifa, they go out and they use violence. And that's not good. People are dying in the streets. We have police officers dying in the streets. We have people in Atlanta. Their police officers don't even want to come into work because they don't want to go out because the people are getting spit on their whole shift. People are calling. They're dropping F-bombs. They're doing all these things. And they've demonized this group where they don't even want to go to work anymore. These are people that still have families, they still have kids at home, and they're and they're deciding to go out and put their life on the line to go out and protect because these protests are going on, these police officers are still out there going and f- trying to find bomb threats and different threats to the people protesting, but then those same people that are protesting are are hating the police at the same time, and that is not right and so this all feeds into one thing: lies. what can we get people? To believe in, and it is lies and an altered reality. Chandler, I'm going to let you continue.
1: Yeah, so moving on to the fourth and final uh, point here is lies, Um, and it's the the most necessary ingredient for evil. It's how to bring down America, and that's lies. Um, Lies are the the root of all evil um, you have here, and um, ironically, you know. A lot of the the great evils that are being um, spoken out against, so like slavery was founded on a lie, right? That uh, a, a black person is inferior to a white person. Nazism was founded on a lie that you know that the Germans were unfairly oppressed, and that this was not. And was built on lies uh, that you know that lead to Yeah, exactly. I know Chandler's
0: kind of cutting out a little bit, so we're going to keep going through this. Like you said, just to clearly, I think you were saying that you said communism was built on lies. And what we saw is even their newspaper newspaper was called Truth Pravda because truth was the communist party said it was. And we're going to see that. And we're actually seeing it in our media right now. We're seeing how the media will take news. And there's always a little bit of truth to every lie. But it's like, how much truth are in these lies? And we're seeing it with the fake news media. We see it on CNN every day. We see it on MSNBC. We even see it on Fox News because people are out there. And and people are sick of it. We see their ratings. The ratings are so low. I think the highest rated cable personality last week was Tucker Carlson. And because he's just out there and he doesn't, he's not part of the PC culture. He's just going to say it the way it is. And that's what we see with Donald Trump. Donald Trump goes out and he says it the way it is. And like we said, is in this four, these four roots of evil, if we allow them to continue to happen in our country, we will not have a United States to live in. And it all starts with the victimhood mentality. You have a problem, you have a grievance, and you take that victim card and you just take it until you can, you can, get, so you can get all these different things that the left promises it'll get you. And then they deceive you, as we've seen with many Democrat policies over the last few decades. Then you demonize a group. Police officers, white males, and we see it all across the United States. Then you get the cause to believe in. And what we said, people try to fill this void because God has been taken out of everything, and they need to find this meaning, and that's the cause that they believe in. So this is what they're for, 100%. God's not really part of the picture as much anymore and then the last thing I know Chandler was cutting out on, but you were saying lies, right, Chandler? Lies are what the foundation, the root of evil is.
1: All of this is founded on lies, right? And like you said earlier, some of these lies uh, have truth ingrained in them, which makes them more, belie- which makes them more believable, you know? Uh, so, like, sure, there is some injustice. There, is, there are some bad cops. There are some racists. There are some bad Republicans. Uh, I don't think we're pretending that that's not the case, but the fact that they extend that to make it all of this group, all of this group uh, is evil and, and all Democrats are good or all, all black people are good, you know, or, or believe all women, things like that. Uh, um, it's just absurd because, you know, humans are individuals. We aren't our groups. And, uh, and that's really, I feel like that's the, the lie at the root of all of this. Is that uh, we are only our groups? Um, so, like, I am only a, a straight white Christian male, right? And like, I can't, I can't differ from any other straight white Christian males. We're all exactly the same. Collectivism, and, and I feel like that's the, the root why.
0: Collectivism, it, it's it is what it is, and I think is as a Christian, and you look at the thing is when you create this collective sin that everybody must must uh, bow down, as we see in the streets, for their white privilege and accept this. But the thing is, if you really are truly a Christian, you have to look at it as the individual, because when you die, and we believe that you are judged for your sins, you are judged by an individual, but not as a collective. So, And what we see here is this collectivism-like ideology that all white people must pay for their ancestors. And it's like, uh, what? Like, because of your skin color? The melatonin number in your skin should determine what your fate is. And that is wrong. People should be judged on merit and, and how they are as an individual. And that's what we're talking about here. And, and like you said, Chandler said earlier in the show is, if we see something wrong, we're not going to tolerate it. We're going to call it out. There is racism. There is bigotry in the world. But to continue to use these words at people that have never even have done things that their their ancestors did and to blame it on them is just totally wrong. And now we got this whole movement behind, okay, all white people are evil. Okay, that's that's just, it, it's a myth. There are bad white people. There are bad black people. There are bad, it doesn't matter. There are bad people in every type of race and ethnicity and and religious backgrounds. There's so many, and and that's the great thing about America is we never really focused on these things. in after after the civil rights, it got better and better, and we stopped talking about it because people were starting to gradually just. It, it wasn't not a mainstream thing. And then we have Democrats during an election year put this put this to test. We got, and this is what this is where they go in, and they want to make sure that the Democrat vote is the black vote. And this is what they've done since the 60s. They were like, okay. And Lyndon Baines Johnson, we've talked about it many times on this show. And he wanted to make sure that he had a group of people that were always going to vote Democrat. And they start feeding these lies, especially to the minority community. And I think is what we see is we see liberal privilege and the fact that they think. And we saw it with Joe Biden. He said it. He said, if you ain't black, you are, if you don't vote for me... Um, and you don't vote Democrat, you ain't black. And that is the Democrat Party. And I know his campaign came out and said all these things to try to cover up the gaffes of, of Joe Biden. And Joe Biden, where is Joe Biden? Nowhere to be seen. He's hiding in a basement. And, and this is actually, I think, helping him because the whole media, all they got to do is talk about Trump. Trump's under fire for everything. Every decision is Donald Trump's fault. And Joe Biden, nowhere to be seen. He just he had his gaffes, and he was in the news every Friday he was in the news for something. And all of a sudden he's disappeared from the scene and his campaign makes statements on Twitter and that's about it. But no Joe Biden, where's Joe Biden at? I know he was all where's Hunter? Where's Hunter at? Where's where's Joe Biden's son? Now where's Joe? And the thing is they're trying to blame Donald Trump for an issue. And Trump's been in office for three and a half years, but the people that are calling out Trump for all these issues have been in office for thirty and forty years. The Chuck Schumer, the Nancy Pelosi's. And we have all these Democrats that are just like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. Where have they been at for three decades? Get your act together. We have Republicans and Democrats that have been in office for way too long. And we continue to see the fruition of all their policies. And it's disastrous. Both sides. They're filling their pockets. And we're wondering, why aren't the American people getting things? We're destroying the middle class. And they're out there saying, we're going to help the middle class. By implementing socialist policies in the Green New Deal. And this is where we're going to get into our last part of our show. The silent majority can be silent no more. This is a piece from David Limbaugh this week. The silent majority, the people that went out and voted for Donald Trump. Chandler, the reason why Donald Trump won the election, right? And Yep, absolutely. And what we're seeing is the left is on the offensive. And I say the left because not all Democrats are bad. I'd be doing the same thing we just talked about, demonizing a group. And we can't do that. But there are people that want to destroy the very ideals that this country was founded on, rewrite the history. We see that with the the burning and the taking down of statues and history so that they can rewrite the history of America. Because the victors, the victors will write history. If you ever look at a history book. And what we're seeing is they want to destroy that history. So what we've seen this year, we've seen 2020, man. This has been one year. Chandler, I think you have to agree and most people would have to agree. We've seen COVID-19. We've seen impeachment hearings. We've seen now the defund the police movement. We've seen this, this lawlessness. We've seen these, we have a new country. We had Chaz for about a week there. And now we have CHOP. And, and we're seeing our country just look like it's burning down. Well, we have no leadership from the Republican Party, the Democrat Party, they're coming out, they're feeding their lives so they can get their voters to come out in November, just so they can continue to unload nothing through their policy and to only take away our individual freedoms. So Chandler, what do you think do you think it is time for the silent majority to stand up and speak truth?
1: Yeah, you know, and, and I gotta say, I, I've been a part of this silent majority and Maybe for too long, you know, there was a lot of things where I was content just to write it out and to, to just continue to observe and, and be patient, um, knowing that, that typically what happens is the radicals uh, spring up and then uh, the radicalism dies out and things return uh, back to uh, the status quo. Um, but now we have some, some different circumstances, and I don't know if that's the case. You know, we have... Um, The police officer, uh, Garrett Rolfe, I believe is how you pronounce his last name. Um, He was charged with felony murder uh, in the shooting of uh, um, Ray Rayshard Brooks uh, there in Atlanta in that Wendy's parking lot. Uh, I watched the video. That seemed very much like a justified shoot. Um, uh, Mr. Brooks pointed the officer's own taser back at them. And uh, they, uh, they fired in self-defense and in, in defense of uh, the other people who were present. You know, that, uh, I could see potentially him being fired over that in today's political correct, politically correct world. But to be charged with uh, felony murder is just obscene. Um, yeah, uh, absolutely ridiculous. So, you have something like that, you have something like Chaz popping up in, in Seattle like absolutely ridiculous um these aren't just like one-off extremist uh, uh ideas that are going to come and go are culturally defining and we the the often silent majority um continue to be quiet continue to just uh Watch as our country falls to pieces, uh, piece by piece, uh, at the hands of these radical extremists. Um, we won't have a country where we can, uh, can do that any longer. And, um, yeah, it, it, it really is time to stand up. It's time to not only uh, make our voices heard, but to, uh, to take action when appropriate. You know, if, if that's through voting, if that's through Defending your, uh, your house and your family um, or your business, uh, you know, I'm, uh, I'm here for it. Like, and I, I think it is time for us uh, as a silent majority to, uh, to engage and not to cower at the hands of the mob.
0: Yep, and I think it's easy to do that when you look at Twitter, social media. Even the mob came after us this week trying to defame our show that we don't have truth, facts, or logic but they probably never even listen to an episode. And they don't even want to hear our opinion or any of the facts because it doesn't matter. And we're calling it out because we see, we see different things in the world. These lies that are told in the media because we have to do our homework. We do hours and hours of reading each week to make sure that we're prepped for this show and to make sure that we are preparing. And nobody sees that. And for people to go out and it's the mob, you can either come out like us and put out an episode and speak the truth or you can bow down to the mob and just and but that doesn't get anywhere. You're not gonna get anywhere appeasing people. You you just don't. You appease and appease and appease. And then we just see chaos. Chaos 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 and you see it over and over again. And we are in we are in a war, an ideological war. It's one side versus the other right now. Do we want to be a socialist country or do we want to be a capitalist free market and and to have the different ideals that we this country was founded on. And we don't see that. We don't, people, there's people out in the streets trying to burn and destroy everything we have. And these and we've seen the left do this over and over again. And it's all during the election year. And it just grows more and more. Donald Trump, the hate for Donald Trump is over and over. And what, what I heard the other day, I thought this was actually a great way of actually phrasing it. Um, for people that support Donald Trump, people go... And you don't have to support Donald Trump because we've all had a boss that we didn't like. We had a boss that was kind of mean, right? But the thing was, he got the results done. He got the job done. Donald Trump is like that boss. And you may not like him. You may not like his Twitter finger. He's going at it. He's going on there. He's typing out. But the thing is, he has to be able to get information out to the American people. I know people like Benny Shapiro aren't a big fan of Trump's Twitter and different things like that. And Chandler, even I know you and everybody, I think, is like, okay, a little bit on the Twitter. But it's like Donald Trump is effective in getting stuff to the American people, raising wages, getting jobs to people. And what we saw was the unemployment rates before COVID. And the left creates all of this chaos during an election year to try to steal back the presidency and pretty much take away our freedoms, our Second Amendment, our First Amendment rights. Because they just want to destroy what America is. They have this hate for America and they have a hate for Donald Trump because he is in the way. And so it is time now because we are we are in, like I said again, an ideological war. And you have to make some decisions. Do you want the government to control your daily lives? Do you want us to all be equally miserable living under a dictator? There are going to be many deaths if this happens. And we're already seeing it. And if there's anything that we learned from the 20th century, Chandler, like we said, socialism and communism doesn't result in peace, but in death. We witnessed the death of 100 million people due to the tyrannical regimes. And we are seeing it in front of our eyes right now. And we are in a war for the things that we love. This country, the United States of America, freedom and liberty. And we can keep saying that over and over again. Because it is worth, like you said, the, the much bloodshed we've seen for the 250 years of the United States. We've seen the many, the many people that like go off to other foreign countries and foreign lands to defend what we have here. And, and, we, and we just have to fight for that life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So we have a big choice to make as conservatives and patriots alike. What side are you going to be on? What country do you want to leave your kids, grandkids, and future generations? Think about it. Thanks for listening to this episode, guys, of The Matt and Chan Show. Make sure to like and subscribe so you never miss another episode of The Matt and Chan Show. And to make sure to leave a review on iTunes, leave those five-star reviews to make sure we build up our podcast and our audience. And to make sure this message is heard out across the country to many students that need to hear the truth, especially in a time where lies are just spread around the mainstream media. So make sure, again, to like and subscribe. We'll see you guys next week. We'll be in the studio next week. I look forward to it. It'll be the first time in two and a half months since we've done it. So till next time, this is the Matt and Jan Show.